Welcome to Metaphysical Perspectives, where we explore all aspects of reality, both seen and unseen. Brought to you by MysticalWares.com and produced by CosmicReality.com. And we are live, and I hope you're there, Derek. And I am. Welcome, everyone, to Metaphysical Perspectives. Um, thank you, Nancy. And I do have Jalissa Helms with me, and then our special guest, Ty. Um, I'm going to let Jalissa um, give a, a brief description about our special guest today, too. Hello, everyone. So we have Ty L. here with us. He is a quantum architect, energy worker, facilitator of divine frequencies. You can find him on TikTok, channeling his light language. So welcome, Ty. We're happy to have you here. It's an honor to be here. I'm really excited to talk about all the woo-woo stuff openly and and it's passion, so I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah. 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 We're not shy around here. Is there an, uh, a TikTok address or an, how do they describe this? An at or a pound symbol? Yeah, so you can find us on um, TikTok, and that would be at Ty L. Heels, so T-Y-E-L-H-E-A-L-S. And we do most of our content um, through that platform. It's just the, the best way to get the way that we do things out um, currently. So that's where you'll find most of the stuff. But we'll be po posting in other platforms really soon, too. And you do have a website, right? Yes. And yep. Yep. The website right now, I just go ahead and um, forward you on to the TikTok. So that's just ty-el.com, tyel.com. Nice. And, then, and Nancy, I want to let you know, too, now the listeners, so we are – um, on this end of the broadcast, we're all three in the same room. So hopefully, and Nancy, maybe you can chime in on this. We're coming across okay. I'm hoping the, the Yeti microphone's picking us all up all right. Um, are you hearing all three of us? It sounds good to me. Awesome. If, any, is, if yeah, anybody in chat's having a problem, let us know. Perfect. And then, yeah, so Nancy, virtually meet Ty. I'm Ty mm -hmm. Nancy. Hi, Hello, Ty. Nancy. I've been listening to you for a while, so I'm excited to digitally meet you officially <laughs> well they say good things about you so it should be a good show appreciate you being oh, here <laughs> thank you yeah and as everyone knows all the listeners too we're, we're real comfortable casual show no strict um you know set way to go on this we're going to be um just comfortable and talking about all sorts of things so ty is there anything you want to mention anybody right off the bat about yourself or uh, i guess i can start with this how and i hate to kind of pigeonhole in this but because we often have ways of describing what we do how would you most comfortably describe what you do as an energy worker yeah that's tough um that's honestly that's always the most uh challenging part of what i'm doing currently is trying to articulate exactly what i do without grasping onto labels too hard because that's not really my thing is uh, labels but as far as uh the best way to describe it would just most likely be energy work or i found that quantum architect works really well just because we work a lot with coding and structuring and, and light language uh, which is a lot it's a universal way of it's a universal tool for communication and creating functions quantumly i guess it's not a really too descriptive way of saying it but i'm happy to talk more about that too no i, I get it because when you talk co coding quantum um and where you use terms like light language and for the listeners who, who maybe aren't familiar with some of those things things or ways of perceiving energies um there's no set so let's talk about light language there's no 
structured um, alphabet or terms or language or way to pronounce this, that, or the other. Lots of ways, and it's all open to perception. And all of us perceive um, this reality differently, regardless whether we know we are or not. Um, we're not all perceiving it the same. Sometimes we think we are. And that can even be on the physical level where your sense of smell is stronger or your gut instincts are stronger or not so. Um, so I just want to kind of preempt with that, that there's lots of ways. So if you come across a different, you know, quantum energy worker, or light language worker, intuitive, psychic, whatever the term may be, they can each vary a little bit as well. Um, so I just want to kind of preempt with that. Um, a lot of the Thai stuff, though, and hopefully some of you get a chance to, to log on to the, um, the either, you know, via his website, which, again, kick you to TikTok and get to see the videos. It's really unique, extremely energetic. And I'm talking about the way that Thai works. Um, and I've known Ty for a couple of years now, um, and he's done nothing but expand. Again, so we're going to get in the woo talk. There's no goal for him or anyone of us to reach. It's just to continually expand. So it's like um, adding on to your, your language. Um, there's always more. There's always another word in the dictionary to use. And, of course, I'm tying that to um, etherically. Um, so there's always another term, frequency, or idea, or understanding to intuit to bring forth and share with others. And that's where I perceive um, ties. And I haven't talked to him about this specifically yet, but that's one of his, um, well, we'll call it gifts or understandings. And I don't, you know, much like those terms, but ways of perceiving reality. Um, he's unique uh, in an awesome way. And then um, what's also cool because, and some of you know that I have, they call it sight, different things. Um, so some societies call me a seer. So I can see the frequencies doing, and he's working with, and um, they're unusual in a very good way. So let's just say, and this is going to kind of sound odd, but Ty's a tall guy as well. So I'm tying this to an analogy. He's reaching really high up there in that, that pantry of ingredients of frequencies and energies and bringing those in. Um, so his stuff is, is very unique and interesting from my perspective. Um, so I wanted to say that. Um, Joyce, did you have anything you wanted to? Yeah, I have watched a few of Ty's videos, and they are amazing. You guys should all jump in on Facebook and find him. Uh, his business page is Ty L. Uh, Facebook page, you can find him, and you'll see some of his TikTok videos because I don't have that app, so I have to find you on Facebook. But it's really amazing how he channels his energy, and you can just feel from his videos Um I don't even know how to explain it. Feel what he's channeling um, coming in, but he also uses it through music. So it's very high frequency, all in love. And um, do you do mudras? Like, did you study mudras? No, yeah. So I guess I can talk a little bit about how it came in for me. Um, and I, light language, I don't know. It's not really the best way to describe all that's happening because we use it in, in a general way to apply to a bunch of different things. So light language can be spoken. It can be verbally expressed through tones and, and different words and sounds, um, but it also can be expressed through different movements and mudras. Um, and if you're not familiar with mudras, uh, it's the idea of like how you hold your fingers in different positions, similar to like uh, you see, you know, people meditating, they'll have their fingers uh, touching. Um, but uh, and then it's also can be expressed in glyphs and writings in different ways. So like if you see a Reiki symbol, that's an example of light language as well. So some people like seers, I don't know if Derek sees these things, but um, some people actually see the glyphs. Um, other people, you know, there's, there's just so much, so much to it. Um, but I, I like to uh, kind of a, uh, use an analogy for light language, very similar 
to the way that music is. I like I look at it um, since you brought up music, Julissa. It's very similar to music in, in that you don't have to understand it from a logical perspective to get the theme of it, right, or to get the energy because it's a way of expressing frequency, vibration, and energy um, in this really multidimensional way. So there's a lot of there's a lot to it that gets packed into a very short delivery method. Um, so the way that I do it a lot of times, if you if you guys check out my my um, TikToks is uh, it's just we'll play music and then we channel um, these codes to the pace of the music, um, which I think is a really fun way to do it. And, and I, again, that adds another layer to the whole idea of light language. So, like, for example, um, light, light language isn't necessarily some of it can be directly translated, um, like if you're speaking words, but some of it uh, is, is more um, about like that feeling. So, like, if you imagine, you know, like uh, if you don't know opera, right, you listen to opera, you don't necessarily know the words that they're, they're singing, but you can get the emotion and you can get the energy of what's being e expressed through it. Um, so that's, that's just, I guess, another way of articulating what light, light language is. But yeah, we use a lot of, I use a lot of mudras. And, I, and I'm going to say we a lot too, just so you guys are aware. And I'm always referring to me. And what I mean by me is it's just the big me, um, all my aspects. Because what the, the way that it's come out, come out for me um, is through a healing process. So I've done a lot of healing work and through that healing work, you work, you work through things um, that happen in your immediate reality and in this life and your childhood and your adulthood. And then you also um, eventually start healing other quantum spaces, quantum realities, and you integrate those aspects. And once you integrate those aspects, a lot of those memories will come with that. And that can be, quote, unquote, gifts or understandings. And, um, th and for me, that's how I started to express light language in the different ways. Yeah. I love that, especially the part with the <laughs> me is really a we. Right. It's like, yeah, all those different aspects. Of yeah. That. And so, yeah. so Ty, so I'm Ty and I go, this is kind of confusing. This is the first time I really um, am articulating this idea, but I, I go by Ty, right? So I have like different names for different aspects of me. And, and the idea of Ty L is just my highest self embodied in the physical as best I can. So the, uh, I'm rarely Ty L, but the idea is when I'm channeling, I'm channeling the idea of Ty L, which is a big version of me, which is a lot of different aspects of me. Um, so, and if you watch the videos, you might see that come across in some of the quote unquote light language channeling where I'm just channeling aspects of me. It's not, I'm not channeling some other being from another place or, you know, whatever that, but just different aspects of me from my own stream. So it might sound a little different, but that's, so that's the we. <laughs> well, I think that's a great explanation. Yeah. yeah. And actually, so another way of um, <clears throat> how I perceive Ty, um, he's, so when we talk about um, doing different light language or, or things like that or coding, um, you know, often we can maybe tie the analogy of instruments. Well, someone like Ty is a whole orchestra, and he doesn't know that, I don't think, and that's good. So, from again, I'll just go from my perspective, which is the only one I have. Um, Ty's doing a whole lot more, and each, all of us are, by the way, so this applies to all of us, even myself. We're doing a lot more than we are perceiving at the time. Um, so, it's often like having a conversation well, you know, during that conversation, that's going to generate certain thoughts and feelings in others around you. Well, that's happening, even though you're not consciously perceiving it at the time. So someone like Ty, who goes at this with, you know, zero ego, he has um, what we often call it. Now, ego is two different things down here. But for the general understanding of the word ego, like egotistical, I'm better, this, that, and the other. <clears throat> um, that's not really what the term means, but we'll use it in that sense now. Ty doesn't come from that, so he's, again, goes with the flow, feels the energies, lots of ways of describing it, um, but just does just that channeling. And it's awesome to see because coming at it from that perspective, again, he's not just focusing on one instrument or one 
aspect of reality, and that can be either moving his hands or generating a feeling in his heart chakra. He's just, again, going with the flow. So he's the whole orchestra and just opening up to what's best. Um, so it's, again, really interesting from a, a perspective of his mind where I can see the visuals and the, again, I'll just term ingredients he's using because they're all from the love shelf. And uh, whether he realizes that or not, that's what he's making. So whatever he makes in this odd analogy is going to be really good. So it's awesome to see him expanding like this. Um, they, well, something just uh, came to mind. So here at Mystical Wears, all the high energy, um, all in love, of course. But one day I was here and Derek and Ty were both here. I'm not sure if I told you, Ty. So some energy work was going on and I was working. I was busy picking orders out in our picking room. And I felt like my brain was being like pulled. And I was like, whoa, what is going on? Like it wasn't in a bad way. It was just like a, uh, so much energy was being done in here. And I was like, I eventually found Derek. and like, what were you doing? <laughs> and they're doing some energy work stuff. And it, um, I was trying to explain how that felt. And Maureen was saying, oh, it kind of sounds like you're explaining like an MRI, like you're, uh, the magnetism of the energy. And it was like feeling it in my head. But I don't know if I told you that tied yeah, it up. Yeah, no. So Derek knows about that. And we were doing energy work together. Me and Derek? Yeah. Oh, we were awesome. doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, uh, it's kind of like being a swimming pool. We move a lot of energy yes. or waves. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you'll feel it all over the place. Oh, yeah. And everybody feels that, perceives that energy differently as well. Um, and sometimes, <clears throat> so, excuse me, and add on to that is, don't also kick yourself if all of a sudden you find yourself with an energy work in front of you or Reiki master or whatever, and you don't feel it. It doesn't matter. You're not feeling it, and little air quotes in here, physically. Well, you're not trying to fix your physical body anyway. You're working on your energy body. So perceive it, and don't worry about feeling it. Just know, again, you're okay. You're connected. We are all one. However you want to term that, it is having an effect, and there's no way for it not to, um, regardless of the type of energy work happening. Um, so that's awesome to hear about. That's, that's an interesting point too, because um, I, I would say, like right now, I'm kind of, I'm a very logical person, so I'm always trying to come at things from a. I try to really assess my outer reality to understand my inner reality, just because of the way that I, I currently perceive things. But um, so I see a lot of people. I get a lot of feedback on the transmissions. I call them transmissions. The different videos, they have different intentions. We just call them transmissions. And I would say maybe like 85 to 90% of people feel it. Maybe I'd say maybe 20% of people don't ever feel it or they just don't yet feel it. Um, and they eventually, I noticed some people after watching the videos will eventually feel it, but I'm a feeler big time. Like that's, that's, I don't know if you want to call them a Claire, but my main Claire would be like Claire sentience and, and Claire cognizance, which I think are the, the main Claire's for the type of work that I personally do, which is just about like getting in the flow and the knowing and the Claire cognizance. Is, is like that clear knowing and um, to, to work a lot with the way the movements and the flow that we do. I've noticed a lot of uh, like athletes have that ability and a lot of other people that are in, in these just these other type of flow state um, jobs or whatever they're doing um, have that ability and, and mixed with the clear sentience. So it's a lot of just knowing how to move at the same time as feeling the energy and, and moving with it. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> no, that makes sense. And also getting out of the way of yourself. Yeah. And just doing it and not worrying about if it's a an arm movement thing or a, you're dancing around or swinging, whatever the heck's going on. You know, don't worry about all those aspects visually. So don't limit yourself. Otherwise, you've limited the other energies. And that's awesome. Also, why it's so awesome to see someone like Ty, an energy worker, 
just doing his thing, not worrying about it, you know, not not getting stuck in 3D, knowing he's coming from other levels. Oh, I definitely get stuck in 3D. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we but all that, do. That's yeah. the great thing is that that's how I, I learned, though. So, like, it's it's interesting. When I first started channeling, I wasn't – it's not like I had any idea what I was doing, you know, and that that was a big part of the process. Is It's definitely a remembering process where it just starts to feel right or you notice somebody else. That's what I notice a lot with people that – are you my work is a big thing that we focus on are these ideas of activations or upgrades or whatever but it's, it's essentially just rememberings and um and people see my work and they'll see us moving in a certain way and and i hear all the time that people are like i do that i've been doing that forever i didn't even know that was a thing or i've been speaking like that forever and i had no idea it was a thing and then as soon as they realize that it's actually a thing and that it, it you know it's right that's the activation that's the remembrance and then they start speaking in light language or they start doing their mudras and it's awesome because i get videos all the time and maybe some people are watching now or listening now um because i know that some people hello from tiktok if anybody is here um but uh, yeah sending me videos of, of your new quote-unquote gifts coming back online and then doing all the light language channeling and stuff it's, it's awesome that's that's my favorite part is seeing people step more into who they are and that's really what the idea of Tyel is is to, to help people embody exactly whatever it is that they are at a higher level of, of that and become more of their higher self in the physical yeah so it's so much of about loving yourself with all our little quirks that we may have or that we think are quirks when it's actually no that's our um it's not our you know not default it's not a problem it's actually our strength it's not our weakness um so much of just the feeling, at least for me, like if I, before I knew, was more aware to all of this and had other people around me that are like me, um, if I was in the picking room picking all those orders and I started feeling that head pressure, whatever it was that I was feeling, I would have thought, what's wrong with me? Yes. When it's like, no, it's not something's wrong with me. I'm picking up on what's happening here. Yes. You guys are working your magic, working energy. So. Yeah, that's cool. a great point because that's actually how it started with me too. Is I, I, I come from, I have a lot of, uh, physical discomfort and, and pain that I kind of started my awakening process and uh, a lot of what I was and now I'm realizing now after after years of going through my healing process and and, and remembering and stuff like that is that a lot of what I was experiencing were just uh, symptoms of me coming online um, a lot of the way that like the, the tension in my muscles that I thought um, was you know squeezing me or moving me in a certain way I thought that that was my body reacting and, and giving me pain and, and tension and stuff but once I started to realize that those those tensions and that that feeling in my body was actually just the energy that needed to move and once I started letting out these different mudras and my fingers I'm like I'm always letting my fingers go it's like at all times you'll see me if you see, I mean I'm at, I'll be at a at a grocery store at a checkout and just I'm start I just let it I have to let it out so it you know I can let the energy move through me but um that was a big part of of that that realization process is that those things aren't necessarily bad things like some of those things that we think they're like oh no we're doomed or it's like I'm in so much pain um can it end up being those things those gifts or those those um you know those understandings waiting to be remembered yeah and then just with that movement alone it's like man going through school being that way and not being right. able to like let it go and be well, yourself wow yeah, yeah luckily i didn't go through that during school um luckily it didn't kick in until my late 20s or so um i got i got so initially what triggered all of my awakening journey was uh some health issues right so it's always a story of somebody you know like going through some kind of health issue that awakens you to the idea you know that you're, you're 
you know, or like how crappy the healthcare system is or how manipulated the healthcare system is. So I, I went through that whole thing of thinking there was something wrong with me and, and going through and, you know, maybe whether there is or not, you know, I'm not, that's not the point, but um, going through that whole process, it was, it was very interesting to see, you know, just, just wake into that, you know. All the ways we make ourselves <laughs> sick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fighting the energies will do that. Oh yeah. Go with the flow. I don't know if you wanted to listen to Dolly's got some great questions up there, looks like. Oh, um, yeah. Dolly is asking, um, Ty, when alone and channeling, how does oh, how does he record his message? Recorder, someone take notes, etc. Uh, what kind of feelings do you get from the other side? Uh, and then do you hear both sides when you're channeling or just the being being channeled? Do people write questions uh, to you that they'd like to know, like, if the spirit will answer those questions. I love all those questions. Thank <laughs> you. That's great. And that's like, I think I'm going to start from the back up. Um, so you ask if I hear both sides. So I, I bet, or I guess it's best to uh, articulate kind of how I interpret things, like how I sense things. Right. So, uh, so me, I don't, I don't see anything. I don't, um, I don't have any visualization in my mind. I don't hear anything in my mind. Um, some people refer to the not be, being being mind blind, uh, blind mind's eye as aphantasia, um, which is, they say is like one to 3% of, of people um, just cannot visualize whatsoever, which was a big, it was a very interesting point in my, my journey when I realized that I couldn't do whatever. I thought being psychic was literally just imagining something. I thought that, you know, which, it, you know, it could be arguably it is, you know, in some ways, but um, I, I, you know, counting sheep, I thought that was a figure of speech or, you know, people having an inner monologue. I have no, so it's just blank in, in my mind all the time. So I know that when things drop in and I get thoughts that drop in, I know that those are coming from either my higher mind or, you know, somewhere else. So I can, that's becoming hyper aware of that. So when I'm channeling, I don't hear anything. So I'm definitely just in that flow state. I'm moving, I'm, I'm letting go. Um, and if things come in, I know that it's relevant for whatever I'm doing. So I'll know that, okay, I'm supposed to maybe switch up this mudra or I need to be touched or I'll, a lot of times I'll get a memory of a time that I did something um, in the middle of it. And then it's like, oh, okay, so I'm supposed to move over to that type of thing. But in general, it's just kind of, it's aiming me in a certain way. Um, as far as recording it, I, I do a lot of uh, just I just record it vid on video. But a lot, I mean, that's maybe like two percent of how much I channel. I'm just letting out weird languages all day and letting my hands move all day. And, you know, I don't know if people think I have ticks or all sorts of stuff, but I, I just let that go. And I didn't see what other questions that we had here. Yeah, we'll scroll up a little bit and see what those we got. So go. you channel from people. Do you channel for people that ask you to? So, so yeah, so some people channel, um, so I don't really channel in English. I, I can, I can, I can translate it in English, but my ego mind just gets in the way a lot. Um, and, and the way that my guides and, and my higher self try to articulate it for me is that is the way that we are expressing, uh, all of this stuff, all the light language, light codes, however it is, is that we're re really trying to hammer in this idea that it's a multidimensional way of, it's a multidimensional tool. So it's not just a communication device, but it's this multidimensional tool that we can use. So limiting it to this idea of translation or, or anything like that, or just a specific function is really taking away from the power of what it actually is. And we don't fully understand because it's so uh, multidimensional. So um, I, I don't really translate things into English so much. I let people interpret. I really encourage people to feel what it is. You know, like you listen, you're feeling music and, and really 
feel. And some people will get literally, they'll, they'll listen to, to um, one of the light language transmissions and they'll literally, literally hear the translation, translation in English in their head. Um, and another person might hear a completely different message, even though they're both hearing it in their head. And I think that's really important to know about light language is that it's very it's it's up to the interpretation of the avatar, the, the person that's listening to it, because there's filters that we have. And that's and then we get the messages. So like our higher selves, the way that I see it is like our higher selves get to pick and choose what data they want from the stream, the channeled stream, and then they give it to their person um, when they need it and how they need it. So you can watch one of the videos or the transmissions over and over again, and you'll get a different um, result each time, or you'll get the same result and you go deeper and deeper. So it's, it can be a really, can mess with the, the logical mind a bit. So um, I wanted to bring up a lot of people, I guess people that channel can have like a bad, not a, get a bad reputation, but it's like, oh, what did, um, how do you know that what you're channeling is actually meant for that person? It's not something else trying to sneak in. Sure. So how do you filter through that? Sure. So I have a little protocol that I do before I do any channeling and I'll, 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 you know, bring in all the light and love and I'll light, you know, just fill myself up with love. I always grid my space and then I always set intentions um, prior to doing any channeling where, you know, it's no harm will be done. No energy will be taken. that's not freely given. And it'll always be in alignment for the highest good of all only. I don't always say that, but I always do it before the, the transmission. But then again, I also only channel aspects of myself. So I don't channel other beings from other places. I've tried it a few times, and and it's just, it just doesn't work for me. Kind of, you know, and, and that's where it can get a little iffy and, and dangerous. And I'm, I'm other people might have better opinions about this. I just stay away from it, um, just because I don't need it. I've got enough beings in me already. You know, that there's enough stuff going on. So yeah, that's how I, that's how I know. I know because it's me. It it, it doesn't feel like anybody else. I, it feels literally like me, but just different aspects of me. And it's kind of like. Like, I imagine it like having a whole bunch of different paint colors, right? And some people take all those paint colors and they'll mix them together to make one color. It's uh, We kind of seem to take all those paint colors and we kind of keep them separated and segregated so that we can add more contrast to our painting or whatever color that we're making so we can pick and choose instead of just having that one mixed color. So we kind of keep those aspects separate so we, they have their own specialties and their functionalities and, and they can be recognized and they have their own energies and really be strong in whatever those energies are. I love that. You're armored up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but one, I love how Todd described that. I have another way of maybe perceiving or visualizing that If when we're talking about the channeling or communicating, bringing in information from outside ourselves, which, of course, you know, I'd suggest maybe you imagine bringing it from inside yourself rather than outside. Um, but if you just literally have the thought that you're making a private chat room, not an open chat room, and then where you then have to worry about where the message is coming from, where did this blah, blah, blah. You don't have to worry about that if you just have the thought process, private chat room, nobody enters but who I let in. And then you can say, I only want aspects of myself or my, if you understand the term spirit guides or angels, whatever you want to use. But this way, you're not like just opening your front door, yelling it out there and then having to differentiate between the answers. Is this good for me? Is this bad for me? No, keep it a private chat room. And only those in alignment with you will enter that and or and then you you're consciously choosing as an entity to limit your levels of perception to again the ones you've allowed in that chat room so just a head game like that a thought process and i'm just giving a suggestion here that i'm just talking to all the listeners um that's one way of doing that is uh, if you think of it again like a a private chat room and then only those you you know uh, invite will show up that way you don't have to worry about it. if it's a bad guy a good guy somebody trying to trickery this that and the other 
You're not imagining the whole galaxy above your head and saying, somebody send me a message. That's kind of like opening your front door to a neighborhood you're not familiar with and saying, tell me the answer. <laughs> well, hold your breath on that one. And I wouldn't yes, trust yeah, it. So. <laughs> I know, yeah. And, and then you can have that neighbor that's going to mess with you. Well, I'm going to tell them it's that. So, you know, to avoid all of that, private chat room. Um, so just a suggestion there on uh, gives the listeners. Uh, Jalissa, did you have a... I'm still just so, like, intrigued and amazed by um, not having an internal dialogue. Because, like, most of my life, like, I was so quiet. Like, I have spoken so much more uh, being out, being here, and actually being able to speaking to able to speak freely the things that are like would normally just stay in my mind because I'm like that just sounds crazy so it's like no I didn't have that safe space to be able to let it out and then I'm just like wow how did like this kept me this was my safe place within my mind and just having that internal dialogue within myself but then it's like um hearing it it's not really I don't hear it through sound like I can't differentiate like a voice it sounds like me but if it's like feels not right then I'm like oh well, that's a lower aspect of me because I do I don't I haven't said me as a we or identified that way but it's like yes it's like I will still like hear whatever that negative voice or thought or whatever is coming in and just like brush it off but not thinking that it's an outside thing that's still a part of me even though it's an Sometimes that's called ego, so you're perceiving the reality through your ego or your personality down here, yeah, kind of thing. And those give us limitations or, you know, different things to to try and believe. Um, I don't know if you want to read any of those for, for time. Um, let's see. Oh, <laughs> well, Dolly, when you're talking about beings, she's asking, <laughs> <laughs> do you have beings in you? How, how did that happen? <laughs> Well, I don't, I think maybe uh, Derek can articulate the idea of this better than I can, but um, for the way that I I express it uh, is just like different aspects of me. So like if you were, you were healing a, a, let's just call it a past life and you uh, had some experience in this past life and it needed to be brought in so you could be healed, you know, you need to heal that aspect of you. um, That might be considered integrating that aspect once you heal that, that aspect of you. But then if you, you start, um, healing other aspects of you from other quantum spaces and other realities and multi, your multidimensional selves, and you start integrating those aspects, they start to look quite a bit different. They're lo- a lot less like the avatar than, uh, you know, than some of these other past lives and stuff. So it becomes very clear that there are other personality types or other energies that are a part of me that express themselves in different ways. And I don't know, I always see it in my videos, like when I look at my TikTok like channel or whatever, I can see in different versions of me, like in different videos that it's the same aspect coming through in certain ones and certain times. And they'll use certain similar mudras and they'll use similar, um, just different, there's different ways of coding and different ways of speaking and, and all these different expressions of the self. Um, that's the idea that I, I, was, I try to express through that. But as far as the, the I don't know, the big picture stuff, that's there. I Derek would come at. No, I love the way you described it. It's like sometimes we have different friends or family members and we act or put on different personality coats or suits and ways of interacting with them so it's no it's all within you at the same time um and it's the same thing so ties bringing other aspects of himself sort of thing um i don't know if you want to read the one from yeah well i did want to say there's nothing wrong with that too because i feel like people are like oh well that's just that you know what do you mean there's more personalities to you well you have to be a certain way when you're at work 
you have to yes. act a certain way when you, yeah. you know. And some people <laughs> say you're faking it with this one. No, no, I'm more comfortable being more of myself. Right. So additional aspects of yourself. So yeah, you act different around your boss than you would your grandma or, you know, mm-hmm. your, your, your homies from high school as a parent compared to your grandma. You know, we would just wear different hats sometimes and different aspects and it's just different expressions of frequency and energy, you know, and that's, that's okay. Yeah, exactly. Cause it's all in love. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian is one is asking Ty. He says, um, question. I myself have been growing in my channeling gifts. What do you recommend for people like myself to grow on getting clearer messages and where they are coming from and feeling confident with your messages? Those are good questions. Um, and again, I, so I can only express things from my own personal perspective and my own experiences. And I've found for me that it's really important to, to understand how you work and, and interpret energies and frequencies. And, and, and I guess what I don't know how else to really say it, but other like what your main clairs are. So if you if you're more of somebody that is more of a seer or, or you know, clear audience where you hear more things, I would work with whatever your clairs are. For me, I'm a feeler and I'm a, I'm a knower. So I'm more, I work with down, the idea of downloads and the, the idea of feeling energies a lot. So um, for me, it's, it's definitely about that, that flow state and understanding how it functions within me personally. And, and the frustrating part about my journey so far has been that there's not a lot of people that I can relate to directly. It's been hard, um, we, I, and especially in the spiritual communities, it, it can be really easy to to look at others and try to compare yourself and, and try to you try to remember certain aspects of things through other people, which is which is great. But uh, sometimes we'll, we'll neglect those parts of us that are right in front of our face that um, can really help us out in, in learning these things on our own. So I would say my first my first suggestion was just get really. Um, familiar with what your clairs are and how how you sense energies and how you interact with them, um, but yeah, and then and then just just play with it, just play. Like the it, it you know it's play. That's why I always show in my my work. It's always about play. It's not work. It's play. Um, and just playing with it, make it in a game, and 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 realize it, there's it's like these little mini quests that you have um, as you're trying to build your character. You know who you are, your avatar. You're picking up these different aspects. You got to play these little mini games to to get the points that you're like, oh, okay, well, now I can use, I've built up enough points by playing this game of seeing if I can channel this, this, and this way. And then I got enough points, and now, boom, my, my gift's on. Now I'm, I'm online, and, and I can I can channel this or that. Or that. But I guess those would be my, my suggestions. Um, so in some of your videos, when you're talking about different aspects of you and what who or what has mm-hmm. come through, I'm like, I've yeah, I've seen that in your videos, and it's really interesting, like how when you have the music going and the dance and you are feeling a certain way but then when you're speaking your light language like that's like uh i guess people would say tongues maybe it's, but i'm just like wow i couldn't even fake that i can't <laughs> i can't even pick up another accent and you know put that out there so it's like yes you are really channeling and just yeah it's pretty amazing yeah it's a trip because uh, the first time i started hearing light language oh man it did it did not do my logical mind right like <laughs> My logical mind was like, I am not into this stuff. This is not what I'll be doing. There's no way, Jose. And I, like, pushed it down and pushed it away. And, like, that's other people's things. That's not for me just because my logical mind was not not having it. And so eventually, of course, ironically, that's just the way life is, it came, like, pouring out one day, like, just, like, literally vomiting out, like, squeezing my body until I was making the sounds to let these, these different 
aspects come through and they started, you know, just like these low guttural sounds where it's literally, literally squeezing my lungs. So it makes a sound and then it evolves and it goes through all these different sounds and, and different voices and, and like literally like singing voices. I don't sing. Mm-hmm. I don't sing. So it, it, it was a trip. It was the trippiest thing ever to have all these voices come out for, for like hours. And so, I mean, and I couldn't even speak English afterwards after it all came out. But then, you know, slowly it went away and, and you know, it was harder to, to get back in that flow state because I was like, oh, okay. So I started realizing what was going on. And then I was trying to, to do it again. And I couldn't do it. Like, it was just like, there's just like resistance in it. And I know what you mean, where it's like, you can't make yourself do it. Some languages I hear, I, I can, boom, pop right into them. And I can speak that that dialect or whatever, that that flavor. Um, but other ones, I just I just can't do. And yet, tongues would, that's my little joke. I like to say tongues is a flavor of light language, <laughs> which is, yeah. So, but it seems to be like, a, what I've noticed with tongues is there's a very, uh, I don't know, it's they, they stick to a certain. Oh, so there's actual language. language. Yeah, from what I've seen, at least in certain, uh, uh, I don't know what those religious groups are that, that own the, the term tongues, but uh, they always seem to like kind of fit. You don't, you don't hear the weird, you know, clicky sounds and uh, all those mm-hmm. other tones and stuff like that. It's always a very, I don't know, it's a certain, comes from a certain place. I guess. Interesting. When, when I'm perceiving, so when I visually see someone channel or something like that, it looks like, so... When Ty was talking about these different sounds and um, or or vocalizations or whatnot, it's sort of like he's tuning his antenna. Yes. So is yeah, that's so that's where I can actually see it. Um, and then when you're talking about the um, like, Jalissa just brought up, you know, speaking in tongues or something like that. There's different ways of describing that. It's not so. And again, just speaking from my perception level, when I look at that, it's not that that. Then I can't do the sounds either. So let's just say, um, you know, I don't know whatever sound means this. It's actually a packet of information. So there's a whole lot more in there. A thing zip file, a packet, this, that, and the other. So you can channel and you know, again, channel, but download, however you want to term it, a whole lot more in there. So that one, you know, sometimes certain guttural sound or or deep feeling that comes from you, again, is a whole packet kind of thing. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's how I always try to explain it. Um, and the big idea, at least the way that my guides and my higher self have articulated it through me, is that it's like when we do our transmissions. So like TikTok, it's really short, right? So you get, you know, you got 15 seconds, 60 seconds, or three minutes, and you got to get all your stuff in in that, that period of time. And, and the three-minute ones, people don't really watch. It's a short, you know, it's a short tension span app you know that's the idea of it so but it's great for light language because we can package all that in so the way that they've articulated it to me is like like Derek was saying we tune our antenna a bit so you'll see us doing our, our finger mudras and stuff and we'll move our eyes around and we'll make some weird noises or whatever and get things lined up and we're tuning in it's almost like dialing up the way that I see it, is like dialing like those dial tone you know back in the dial-up phones where you press the button that makes a tone for each different number you know, do, 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 do. It's, it's kind of like that where you're dialing into something. So the, the way that they explain it is like it's some of that I'll dial into like this etheric server or whatever. And my higher self is putting all this information in these packages up there for you. And they can dial it in. And then what that, that transmission does is it dials you in so that your higher self can access the server of these zip files and then pull them down when it's right for you. Only when it's right for you because it's you you know so you know they know what you need um so with the tongues and that you're saying religion it's like okay yes i have actually heard of um and have known people that have seen witness people uh channeling and speaking tongues and it's like so 
when that's brought up, I feel like it's like a scary thought for a lot of people that when this is happening or when they see it and maybe that's only acceptable when it's within a church or because, you know, they're kind of cared for and it's like, okay, it's okay. And just like, let them do their thing. And then it's brushed off, but then not being in something like that and then doing it on your own when it just comes in, I guess it feels pretty free. You're able to (laughs) freely be you and to let those things out, but it's not scary. You're just having information come into you. And yeah, yeah. no, it's super empowering. You know, it's the opposite, you know, and I'm not dissing any religions or anything, but religions are really about the idea of like putting things in the boxes. It's like creating rules. And uh, as people, if they know me, they know that I'm not a rules guy. I don't, I'm not a big fan of rules. I like to, to do things that feel right and whatever that is. And because it's all going to be a benefit no matter what, you can't really mess up because um, your higher self is really always in control from my perspective for most people. But yeah. Well, and you decided that. So yes. it's like, nope, yes. that's all you're going to let in is love and what's best for all involved. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I'm all about taking little pieces that make sense from all places, you know, not about just. I, I, there's there's great things in, in all different um, um, religions and, and practices and stuff. But, yeah. One one way I wanted to add on about this about someone like Ty does. Not everybody's this way. So when we're talking about channeling information and packets, um, it's kind of like you can read a book or a statement or a chapter in a book, and the next time you read it, you're going to glean additional information from it you maybe didn't perceive or pick up on the first time. And we can all do this. There's probably a big scientific name for it that I don't know about. But knowing that, so another way of maybe, I don't know if visualizing is the right term, but we'll just go with that. Visualizing what, what Ty and those that do not come from ego do, they tune the energies. And I can see him doing it when he does it um, and on his physical body. So I can see his aura and how it's adjusting to what he's doing. So how I would term it would be someone like Ty again, and we can all do this, um, he's tuning to a radio station for the individual. Let's say he has a session and a client in front of him, but he's not necessarily choosing the songs that are going to play on that. You can call it holding space, being in love, holding that frequency different ways. Um, But because he doesn't come at it with ego or say, well, you need upgrade one, two, three, or the color pink around you or whatever. He's more vague, which is a great idea. Um, And I agree with that. It's again, him choosing the overall, you know, for me, you know, I like country music, maybe not disco so much anymore. So then I'm going to hear country songs, not disco songs from the 70s or something like that. Um, but, yeah, so just, again, all these different ways of explaining this and visualizations will help us all expand our understanding. And that's why, and for some of you, I'm just kind of babbling right now. And then for others, oh, you're having an aha moment. And maybe you'll hear this podcast again and, and it'll sink in again. And we all have these, by the way, including myself. Maybe we need to hear it put a different way. And that's why I continually do this during the podcast as well. Um, but it's awesome to see someone like Ty working and, again, not choosing the songs. It's just, um, you know, setting the frequency. And then what comes through is what's best for that person. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a really, really awesome way to go at it. I, I love that we keep using music analogies because that's, that's kind of that's how it is. Like, it really is. is like music. It's like your body is the instrument. And if you watch, like, uh, with a, a lot of the, the, the coding work, the mudras and stuff, uh, you'll notice that I'll put my hands on certain chakra areas or certain energy points um, to access those frequencies from there. And then the different fingers are like holding a note or holding a chord and the other one will be playing, you know, letting out the code. But it's, a, it's very similar to music in that song, Changing Radio. <laughs> so um, in case anybody didn't know, mudras, they call it like hand yoga. 
So it's different positions of your hands and like you're saying, where on your body that you're holding those hands as well and frequencies. Yeah, right? yeah, it just facilitates different frequencies really is what it does. And I've noticed also that there's different there's different types of it too. So like the finger tapping and stuff, the, le the more like the finger stuff is uh, a lot of times I've heard about activations, more like the coding stuff. And then the, the long, the more sweeping motions are a lot about like facilitating the inner energetic flow and changing those flows. And then of course, using the chakras to, to tune it. Yeah. Um, but yes, we do all do this, whether we even realize it or not and how it comes through. So like with me, sometimes I can't talk to somebody. I'm like, what's stopping me from being able to speak about anything with this person? And it's like, I need to, I'm like, oh, because something's telling me that this isn't the person that I need to say whatever to. A lot of it is square stuff. <laughs> um, but some people, every just things come out and flow, and it's like, whoa, I can't even stop myself from speaking whatever it is that this message needs to come out. But it's not another language. It's just it's me speaking freely. And I mean, you were meant to share it. The energies were such that it was more easy to flow. Yeah, yeah. describe it lots of ways. It was meant to be. And add on to what. Um, and I know I'm cutting Jalissa off here for a second, but I just wanted to get the point across, too, when Ty was talking about using his hands or whatnot and then chakras, um, again, just for another visualization aspect of it, there are what we call chakras or energy accumulations or nerve centers in the tips of your fingers, in the palms of your hand. Often, when we get onto these limited podcasts or YouTube videos, they talk about the seven chakras. Well, I suggest you don't limit your perceptions of this reality, definitely not to your five physical senses, sight, taste, touch, smell, all those, expanding to your chakras, choose to perceive those as senses, and then realize you have more than the seven chakras. So when Ty is working his energies in his hands, he's doing a whole lot more than that. He's actually, um, now, I'm, I'm, I don't want to make fun of it, but when I'm sitting here watching him, he was actually just moving his hands a moment ago. It's almost like, and I don't know what I'm talking about, it's knitting or crocheting in yes. energies. That's, I call it crochet. I call it code, code crocheting is what I call oh, it. Or light weaving. But yeah, yeah. I thought oh, you played an too. instrument. I didn't see knitting or crocheting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's actually weaving, Guys. so they're flinging energy. Yeah, that's in a, <laughs> and I don't know the difference between sewing, crocheting, yeah. knitting, or any of that stuff. But here in the energies in the room, he's actually doing it. It's, he's building like a, a quilt or a blanket of energy, huh. and it's holding form. And I see it as an antenna. So he's kind of building an etheric, invisible antenna that will bring what's for the person around him. So it's actually not even just him doing it. He's the one building it. It's the, again, let's go with the client scenario. So if he has somebody in front of him, he's working and he doesn't even know it consciously half the time because he's just not looking at it, working off the imagination or energies, intentions from that client. He's building them their custom quilt. And it's freaking awesome to see. It's <laughs> a great way to say that. That's exactly it. Yeah. Now, Derek, to just interrupt for a second here. Um, mm -hmm. The crystal, the Lemurian cluster, is it doing any changing? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. We're just we're all spinning our heads around just as you mentioned that. Right? My ear just rings. I did that. Visually, I'm not seeing a lot. I'm kind of seated, not seeing a lot going on. Um, I don't know about if you guys can see anything over there. Um, but I'll tell you, when I just spun my head and my left ear just rang like crazy. Um, so it's, I'll tell you, it's holding it right, well, I can just give you a visual, it's pulsing right now. Um, so it's got a toroidal, what, what we call a donut shape, or a torus, a toroidal donut shape, going from the greens to the blues is what's happening. And I'm talking, I'm seeing it psychically, so here in the room, I'll let them chime in if they want on it, um, but that's what's happening with the energy. Um, and I didn't even turn around until you just said that, Nancy, which is when we've been chatting, which is also why my ear 
ring. And I'm only mentioning that so those listening realize when you get those tinnitus-like symptoms, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going deaf. It means there's something in your energy field. It's like grabbing your antenna. So there's more to the story when you hear that, um, which is what I was alerted to and now I'm babbling about when you asked me to look at the crystals. So I don't know. Are you guys seeing anything visually on the crystals? Not from there, it? but that thing's always shining. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. When you're doing that and you're talking about crocheting, knitting, now I see weaving. Yeah. And then it brought me into, um, did you ever hear a spider woman? No. There's actual uh, legends. Uh, okay. With, no. Yeah, Native American story. So yeah, I'll have yeah. to look more into that because it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're weaving. Especially we have, uh, we kind of chatted on this one, Ty, a little bit earlier, a little bit about where do you channel, do you channel beings from different planets or spirits or across over Earth? So, um, yeah, yes, yeah, I, yes. So, in in some ways, yes, uh, there are certain aspects that can be considered being from a certain star system. You know, some might sound like they're more from, you know, people might recognize it from like the Pleiades or from. Sirius or Arcturian or you know Anunnaki or whatever whatever it is, there's different aspects and some and a lot of times it, I don't always I don't worry about keeping them really segregated. It, they tend to flow in a lot and and one way to express light language is is what some people might refer to as the, the soul language or your soul expression, which is kind of like the default um, light the language that you kind of let out sometimes. So you'll notice that. Um, some of the, my transmissions will be similar. The, 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 the main language will be a, a pretty similar. And that's usually a, a, a mix of different aspects. Uh, so it's got different aspects from different star systems. But eventually, um, that changes over time even. It's just It could be completely different over the next week. It's just as my, my frequency changes, my, my body changes, and it's just going through those different things. Well, that, that makes total sense. I think we all work similar to that way. You know, you're... you're Thought, your current thoughts and feelings affect your perception of reality at the time. Walk around in a happy, loving mood, you're going to see more of that. Like attracts like. Walk around in a pissy mood, guess what you're going to get? Um, similar thing. So we can all affect that. There's a, another question from a good friend of ours, Kelly. I'll let you, if you want to. Oh, I'm not even there. So let's, uh, yeah. um, blessings to all. Does Ty ever need protection, especially lately with new beings upon us? And how do you protect yourself uh, before entering a new energy? It's a great question, and I think it's really important, especially as being a really highly sensitive person, I would consider myself, um, where I, I can just be influenced, uh, obviously, like Julissa and Derek, by different frequencies in our environment. Um, so there's that aspect. Um, so I definitely do a lot of gritting and armoring. Um, that's a big part of my practice, and just I do that throughout the day. I like to use grids. Uh, it's just my way of saying it, where I, I will create different containers for frequencies, and I will layer those on top of my field um, and have them do different things and, and mix it up so it's it's a, it's more difficult for things of certain frequencies that don't align with those higher frequencies to get through. Um, but I also, I do, I, I always, I'm always pulling through light, um, you know, divine light through me and um, establishing my pillar and just really um, staying, staying strong in my own energy is what is, is most helpful for me as far as protection goes, the idea of protection. Well, I like that description, too. And he's talking about putting different grids around himself and their armoring slash protection, things like that. Some of you know about the, you know, the buckyball of love you can do. That's one way. But it's really your visualization. So you can, if you're going out, well, it'd be like if you're going out in 3D and there's a rainstorm going on, you might want to don or put on a raincoat. 
same thing. If you're going in an energetic place, let's, well, grocery stores are a great example I like to use. Usually they're not the best energies in there for lots of reasons. So you might want to don or put on your etheric armor and you can imagine a, a raincoat of love or something like that in tiny imagination. But going through that air quotes here, imagination process sets your intention, which then adds energy to your aura. So you're choosing your reality. And that means even if something as mundane as entering that grocery store. And then let's say you're in there. An example would be if there's a, and usually it's a guy with a bad attitude in there on aisle seven, let's say, well, if you're going to go down aisle seven, his guides will direct him to go get his next item from another aisle to keep him out of your reality. And if you didn't choose that perception level before you entered, well, then maybe you were going to have an interaction with that person. You know, there's a chance. So, you know, own your reality. The more aware you are, the more intentions you use, that's what you're going to pick up on a perceive. Again, like attracts like in this universe. So I know we're, let's see, Nancy, we probably got five minutes. I'm going to rely on you for the clock because I have three clocks and they're all different times in here. <laughs> um, but did you have any questions, Nancy, yourself that you wanted to ask Ty before we um, approach the break too much? Uh, no, I was eating a banana and I thought maybe I should have popped some popcorn because I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got a question, Derek, since we were on the topic of grocery stores. And I've thought about this comes in my mind sometimes. Um, and, and clearly when I go into certain public spaces, uh, my light languages and stuff will just automatically go. And I know that I'm clearing stuff. But I've always had I've always had this like moral dilemma when I'm going through certain sections of grocery stores like say let's say the meat section and i'm passing by the meat section i really want to clear all of the meat is that okay to do for other people like is that would that be all right to clear the meat of all the trauma and the the negative stuff awesome question and and answer i'm gonna answer and dolly just so you know this is just the first hour we have another hour left with ty l so it's gonna be awesome and what a great idea and i'm actually gonna tie that my response into what we often call, um, you know, roadkill. The unfortunate critters will, will drive by and you'll see, you know, birds, possums, whatever's on the side of the road. So you can tie it into both of those because often we think, oh, it's too late. What can we do? So I don't care if it's a, um, you know, that instance of roadkill on the side of the road, that possum or whatever happened, or that package of meat in the freezer or fridge area of the grocery store. What I do is imagine, let's just go with the, um, the roadkill one just because it's easier. And let's say you can identify it enough to where you can tell it's a little possum or something. You can actually, again, ties back to the armoring many of you know, and that's that, that container. Often, you know, buckyball or that um, C60 molecule works great for crystalline beings made of water, which animals are, of course. So if you armor them and imagine, I'll just go kind of blunt here. Imagine that critter perfectly whole, healthy, and happy in that container. And I'm, yes, as you're driving by and you're only going to have eyes on it for a few seconds, of course, imagine and then generate a welling up in your heart. Just, and you don't have to actually feel it, just decide it's there, get happy, be in love. And you're sharing or generating that energy around that little entity, um, helping them become whole. And you can call it helping them cross over, you know, lots of ways of describing it, but you're assisting the energy around that entity becoming more cohesive so they're more together and then they can choose from there so that's just a suggestion you can do that with humans as well um, but i'll do that too and they'll call it of course homeopathy if you're talking about water or fluids and things like that but remember that meat or that entity was made of a huge proportion of water crystalline substance that's programmable by your thoughts and feelings so just come at it knowing that and then yeah 
a little package of meat, you can say, I love you. Imagine, and it's going to sound corny, a happy, healthy cow walking around in the field, just living its best self in life. And you literally, and that's funny, both my ears just rang doing that. Well, because I was imagining it. I was doing it. So, And by the way, it's not a Derek thing. We can all do these. So get your thoughts and intentions involved. And yes, you can hook up those entities as well, regardless of, because there's no time. So remember that too. Time doesn't exist. The physicist will tell you that. So it's not too late. And I'm going to make fun of that. There's never too late. Get it in your imagination and feelings. You'll have an effect. Ties helping to make it kosher. I bring it back to kosher. Isn't that the word that they use? That they bless the... I don't know. Like before slaughter? Yeah, I've heard of it. Before slaughter, they bless the animals and then it's done a certain way. So there's actual kosher meat. So Yeah, Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, I just just was never sure if it's like somebody else's food. Do they want the trauma? You know, like I feel bad. Like somebody else is going to buy it, but yeah. You're loving it. Yeah, exactly. You can't hurt anything with love. You're not adding anything to that meat aisle. You're removing excess and overage heavy energies. And that's once once an entity dies, the meat starts, of course, break down to, you know, this, that, and the other. The energy starts to dissipate. That's why and we're actually fruititarians as humans, by the way, not vegetarians or carnivores. So you need the living energy, the electrons moving off a berry or a piece of fruit, a melon, right off the vine. That's where, you know, the energy is or the money, you can say, is for us as entities. And from that point on, it starts to dissipate. And then if it starts to rot, it turns counterclockwise, non-biocompatible energy. People are lucky to be shopping in the same stores that you go to. <laughs> yeah, follow Tyra. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me where you're shopping. Yeah, well, can, can I just interject an observation? <laughs> and that is that your question regarding, you know, whether you should have done it or not, you, it was in front of you. Anything that comes in front of you is in your domain, in your space. And you feel free to correct anything that you think is wrong because you're walking with the image of God and the God is not going to let you do something that isn't okay. So if it all of a sudden appears in front of you and you think, you know, it's sort of like, are you going to say, gee, this guy just got hit by a car, should I help him? Would you say that? No, he got hit by a car in front of you, so you're going to help him. It's the same sort of thing. Anything you see that doesn't look right to you, don't just turn away, make a difference. Awesome. Totally agree. (laughs) I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nope. I agree. Uh, are we pretty much there, Nancy? Did you want to do that before we get into another topic? Oh well. Oh. Really quickly, uh, Dolly was saying I'm having trouble staying here in my body right now for some reason. I guess I want to be here and there at the same time. So <laughs> well, well, I'll be loving on you, Dolly. Yeah. Well, that's that. That actually gives me because you're expanding into the the more anyway. It's not that you're leaving your body. You've expanded past it. You're not restricted in it. And we're all doing that. Dolly just perceives it a whole lot more is all. So it doesn't mean that we're like rushing to move out of the body. No, nope, you're just not your body. Nope, and I've uh, got the best song to kind of play. Here we go. Awesome. Hello. So, yeah, we're so happy and excited to have you here, Ty. Yay. <laughs> I feel like um, this show, well, Mystical Wears in general, it's like um, how to be human 101. Just like understanding ourselves. Yeah. yeah, how we work. I mean, I think that's the whole game, right? Is to try to figure out who we are. I always like, I always think about like that first question, right? And the first question must have been, who am I? And then, and then would be, I am probably, or am I? 
And then the answer would be, I am, right? So the very, and that would just keep going until we figure out who we are. And then I think that never ends, right? We're just trying to figure out. Because you're always, I am, and then you can always add on. Don't ever stop. Am I? I am, because <laughs> you are. And then, am I this? I am, because I am, you know? So you realize it. Yeah, that's right. And then it is part of you. Then you, yeah, exactly. No, that's, were there any, um, <clears throat> any specific Topics you wanted to bring up, or anything you want to talk about? Maybe instances you've had, or so. so you just taught. You just re you just touched on something before the the end of the last segment. Um, you mentioned you mentioned water, of course, as like a, a liquid crystal, or as a way of holding information. Um, what about clouds? So clouds are just massive amounts of water that can hold information, right? So is there something that we can do to assist? in a positive way to take advantage of the clouds as opposed to maybe how some other, maybe say nefarious beings may take advantage of that as well. Well, we just, <clears throat> you caught me and Derek just looked at each other when you said that's that. That's why yeah. I said that part. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about that for, yeah. Yeah. Synchronicity. <laughs> so for those that are, are listening um, now, you know, we, we were actually talking about this behind the scenes as well. I had no idea. So again, let's tie it into that. Tie it into that. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but pay attention to those things. Synchronicities are not coincidences. There's no such thing as a coincidence. If, if it's in your, um, actually, as Nancy was alluding to in the last segment as well, if it occurred to you, there's a reason for it. And if we're talking about walking down the meat aisle or just randomly, and it was not random, the tide mentioned clouds. Um, so, Again, just kind of tying two things together there, but and we can all chime in on this from Nancy, Jalissa, tying myself on clouds. But of course, we know clouds are made of water. Um, it's a, a denser accumulation of water than in the normal atmosphere. So, just come at it from that understanding and know that they're very energetically malleable and programmable. And don't limit yourself—not that anybody is—but I always want to preempt it to think cloud busting or dissipating them. We're doing this. You can do a whole lot more with them. So maybe a suggestion if you're aware of what some individuals call chemtrails or, um, you know, there's different ways. But I think everybody knows that I won't get too much in that. But what I'm talking about, well, why not reprogram that for, for love or healing or whatever else and not dissipate it? Because it's reprogrammable. Just because a crystalline, a cup of water has been programmed, it's not that way forever reprogram it so take advantage of these things even these fools we'll call them that are spraying these artificial clouds and chemtrails everywhere um in different areas and then own them take charge of them don't go into fear or you're enhancing the energy they already put in them own them thank you very much you just gave me and that's now going to be a, a line of love you're helping me with my grid you know take ownership of it the biggest energy player in the room and that doesn't mean you have to strike yoga pose this out of the other like i like to mock no, the strongest realization. So the more you can get in your head and have an understanding or think about it, you can literally reprogram that cloud. Um, and then love is, it's going to sound corny, but I think everybody listening knows, is the strongest energy there is. So if you're in love, positive thoughts, feelings, when you're doing it, you can now reprogram that um, rather than just cloud busting. And cloud busting is, you know, good idea at times too, as well. But just see them as a reprogrammable ingredient, um, and then that opens up your understanding and options a whole lot more. Yes, perfect. Because I, I had a vision the other day of, of I was thinking about like I think I heard a fact about how heavy a cloud is. You know, it's like a million 
pounds of water or whatever, a million gallons of water or whatever. And then I thought, oh, it's, it can be programmed, right? And then I had this visual of just like programming of just the clouds. I mean, we live in the Pacific Northwest and it's starting to get more rainy and, and cloudy and stuff. So what it, like, what if we just put a whole bunch of love in these clouds and then it literally is raining down love, you know, raining down these codes of love down everybody. I, can, I just see like the matrix of love just flowing down on everybody. So I appreciate yeah. that. Um, I have to say this really quickly because I actually told Derek earlier when we were talking about some clouds. Um, so my son is seven, and he just yesterday on drive home after leaving Mystical Wares, he was, <laughs> he was like, Mom, when it's raining, the clouds are peeing on us. So I didn't get up to, <laughs> so I think it's actually raining love or something yeah. else, like not pee. <laughs> it's happy too. Yeah. Or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's that visualization. That's yeah, better than pee. Yeah. Here's, here's a question for you to contemplate. You just explained how heavy clouds are because there's all that water in there, right? So how come they float? Right? <laughs> Why don't they sink? That was the mind, the mind mess. Yeah. <laughs> well, and actually I have an, an odd perspective because I'm also a skydiver. So I've literally jumped through clouds. Mm-hmm. So throwing myself like a fool out of an airplane and, you know, plummeted through some clouds. And it's really interesting. Um, you know, and it, everybody's imagining it anyway. It's, it's a really dense fog, uh, of course. So it's actually, when I look at clouds, Nancy, um, so kind of an answer, there's an Overall, that large of accumulation of water molecules has its own energy. It makes its own container. It's a, it's a, it's an adjustable container by again thoughts, feelings, imagination, emotions. All of those things can modify, it, but it's a, it's an energy pocket that has gathered water molecules, and we call it a cloud. So that's one way of perceiving it. So, um, it's a, it's a non. I don't have a good analogy, but like a cookie dough in a bowl, but with no flavor added yet. I know that doesn't quite make sense, but yeah, you haven't determined it's chocolate chips or M&M cookie yet. So choose what to add, love is ingredients, um, and then you can affect them. But yeah, even when you're jumping through it, it's layers um, energetically and physically. So when I, when I was like, and I was falling through them, I wasn't in an open parachute mode. Um, so I was still free falling through it. Very fast, very dense, um, but it is. It's just uh, probably 10 times as dense as fog on the ground if you, on the physical level. But again, there is an overall, um, just like a group of people, enough, a big enough group of people, two people get together, you've now got a group energy as well as individual energies. Same thing as water molecules. Um, so again, I hope they call homeopathy then. So yes, you can take one drop of water in your imagination, add it to the cloud of love water, you just affected the entire cloud. And then, hey, guess what? A storm, lots of clouds, turn one cloud into love. Imagine it not being limited, and all of a sudden you're going to feel weird whooshes go through your body. Well, you're having an effect on those clouds. So there's lots of ways of doing it when you look at it from a different perspective. So, so within a cloud, have uh, I, would, I was I mean, of course it's consciousness, but would it have its own kind of consciousness? That since it's a container of water and living beings, are- <laughs> great question. A conscious being can perceive reality through a cloud. That's going to be really specific, but I think that makes sense to people. Isn't so that what silks. What Walt was bringing up elements and entities. Nancy, can you clarify maybe the name she's trying to come up with? Because it's not, I've heard that. The Cloud Buster? Or, or no, maybe a, a group of entities. Maybe I don't think she's. Oh, she, she's she's thinking of the she's thinking of the um, 
begins essay shift shill shit. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> okay, SIFS, S Y P H S, something like it. They're a type. They're a type of an energy form that live in the air in the clouds. Okay. Well. Yeah, uh, water molecules on 3D hold energy. Energy is an entity, so I mean, just look at it that way. Um, so yes, you can, and there are entities that can perceive. They can you can straight up see an entity can pop, and I've seen it in a wave on the beach. We were talking about Huntington Beach in the last show. Um, in at Huntington Beach, that's where I'm from. You could see an entity, and I used to live in Hawaii too. You'd see a whole head. I don't know. I'd see maybe 20 foot across. It sounds weird as hell, I know, <laughs> but you can see the face of. Um, an entity choosing to manifest, we'll call it, in this reality. And it can be in a cloud. It can be if your psychic eyes turned on, your third eye, where you don't even need to do it within water. You can just do it in an environment. And that's when you see ghosts and things like that. I like to, you know, um, describe different ways. To, just entities. So, yeah, you can. So, a sylph is a air element. So, that can come into cloud form. So, there probably is a water element that can come into there as well. How, how is that spelled? S Y T H. S Y L P H. S Y L T H. Okay, it's a weird try to pronounce that one. I wouldn't. It's in the chat. Oh, okay, it's in chat now. I'd say I, I would adding on to the subject. I wouldn't necessarily suggest assigning maybe a, a title or a group of entities to those that per, that get in the water. I'll just kind of put it that way because lots of them. I can do it. And that doesn't mean I'm a whatever, however you pronounce that word. So, yeah, so good, bad, and indifferent. So if you're picking up on a perceiving um, an entity in a, a pool of water, a cloud, an environment, whatever, well, turn it to love, choose that perception. And then if you still pick up on it, you know that entities like-minded during the same frequencies. But it's not always a certain group. Like they say, water elements. So often we think, well, that's a group of entities. No, it's not. It's... It's like all of us going to a football game. Well, we're all football players. No, we're just in that space at that time. It doesn't mean, you know, so again, I don't have a way of describing this. I've never had to. Nothing is asking, but I just want to get a larger understanding out there. So there, there can be good, bad, and indifferent entities in anything. So choose your level of perception. Be in love. So what I am breaking that down is arm yourself. And if you have the understanding of the soccer ball of love, being in there and just being happy, well, then again, like attracts like. I don't know if you guys want to go anywhere on that. It looks like Kelly's got a question. Uh, what we so here? Ty, did you see or feel or do you remember seeing or feeling spirits, beings, and energies as a very young child? Yes. Um, I, <laughs> growing up as a kid, I, was, I would see um, beings, uh, ghosts a lot. Like, I was one of those kids that was just, I hated being by myself just because that's when I would feel... Uh, watched and harassed and stuff but i definitely remember as a kid seeing uh different spirits in my house and it was actually i i almost feel like i can remember when i shut it off um because i would my punishment would be to be alone like go upstairs alone and that was my punishment so being by myself isolating by myself but that's where the ghosts were so that's when i you know i would it would just be like this really traumatic experience and i've had some other experiences um you know maybe maybe it was sleep paralysis maybe not um but definitely uh, a lot of experiences when I was younger that, uh, yeah, that I eventually turned off. And I think after puberty, I didn't, I wasn't scared of ghosts anymore. And then I didn't see them though as well. 
Yeah, I think we all shut a uh, different aspect. We shut ourselves down from a lot of that stuff. doesn't mean it goes away. You just choose not to perceive it well, which also – so here's an add-on to that one. So if we all – let's say we go through those scenarios in our head as kids and we don't see it anymore, that means you chose not to perceive it, not just see it, perceive it well, then you can turn it back on. So, and that just mean, and I've had people come in and do sessions with me. My chakras are blocked. They're shut down, this, that, and the other. No, they're not. Just stop saying that, first of all. Uh, you know, otherwise you're going to keep adding energy to that intention. Realize they're open, and yes, they can turn on, or your level of perception will heighten instantaneously. Um, but also, um, an expansion in that is don't limit yourselves to, like, your third eye or your heart chakra, this, that, and the other, because in, on 3D, I'll just be blunt, you have more smell buds in your mouth than your nose and more taste buds in your nose than your mouth. So when you're picking up food here in the 3D, you don't necessarily have to taste it. It's no good. You can smell it. And you all know that. Um, you may not know the math works out that way, but it does. So don't limit yourself to um, your levels of perception with your eyes. Tie your feelings into that too. Um, and know that you can perceive different ways through different senses. So again, tie your chakras as senses like your five physical senses, see them all as the same, and then just perceive. And maybe you'll feel stuff. Maybe you'll get a download. You know, just by having that thought process, and I can't be more blunt than that, literally playing that head game within your thoughts will activate you so you become more heightened and perceive. And because remember, it's easy for us as kids, well, easier for some of us than others, granted, to stop those negative aspects, but it can be done. And again, in the inverse, turn them back on if you want to expand into the metaphysical because that's what it is i've even had experiences in a, as an adult where i was um, there's a there's a period of time i was really unwell just to, with my physical um and i began seeing spirits i started seeing entities just like as real as a people though like as solid as the 3d people um which was a really interesting experience of course and this happened over periods of weeks and um so i would see different things you know i would see like gestures and all those different things from different times and they would emote in different ways. And then, um, but what ended up happening is that uh, my sister had came by one time at, at that point, uh, And she, I, I was like, you, you can't see, you can't see them. Then you can't see this. Yeah. Like I, the one just popped up right next to her and you're, and as soon she's like, no, there's nothing there. Ty, as soon as she said that, I go, okay, well then it's not real. And I turned it off and it never came back on. So it was just like that quick. I just remember turning it off and it was just nonstop for weeks and then it was just that thought, oh, if it's not real, quote, unquote, then I'm not supposed to be seeing it. And it was as easy as that. Just it was, it was gone. Never came back. No, it, I, it actually ties into a session. And I'm not going to give names. So it doesn't really matter. But I had three generations of ladies in here. So grandma, mom, and daughter um, actually spent some time down in Seattle. It was a few months ago. Long story short, they, there was a UFO right above their head here in 3D, a big triangle craft. And they all saw it, and they kept driving. And finally, the, the youngest one, so we'll call her the daughter, finally broke down and said, why does nobody say anything? Don't, you know, didn't you know this? And I've had this similar exact story almost come from several clients. Um, so it happens more often than you think. And then grandma chimed in and said, oh, yeah, I saw it. I just didn't want to accept it kind of thing. And then they drove about the business. So, um, again, you get to choose the reality you perceive. So later on in the day, that was we'll just say wiped or grandma th forgot about it later because she didn't give it thought. She didn't let it run around in her, in her um, understanding for any amount of time. So now that's going to limit her 
perceptions later because she chose not to, you know, perceive that kind of thing to where the daughter or the, what's called the mom and the daughter did, they got excited about it and were, you know, in a little understanding, um, trying to expand their understanding regarding it. So they're going to perceive more. So again, we can all choose these things. Um, right. As you're talking about the craft above their head, Ty <laughs> uh, pointed at it, but right, like literally the same time you're speaking it, you're pointing at it. I see it in my mind's eye. So it's just, mm -hmm. we're all perceiving it differently. Yeah. yeah we're all sharing energy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Get around some of us woohoos. Things are going to happen. And all of us are woohoos, by the way. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then you don't have, well, you have a mind's eye, but you don't visualize through a mind's eye. And so that's how I'm yeah and you can go back in time because there is no time so then you can go back and re-experience or re-perceive i don't know if that's a term or not <laughs> um other things that have happened in life too so that meaning back when you're a kid so in that experience ty was talking about with his sister well you can go back and start that let's call it a netflix episode so video on demand or experience on demand from that point in the future too by the way and then go through it in your imagination and then continue it meaning if there was an entity there trying to chit chat with ty and his sister well what's limiting you now there is no time you know that so then start it from that again video on demand netflix you can start an episode of whatever wherever you want because it's always accessible um, so just again, an expansion in your understanding there so that you can remove those limitations. Uh, so that's, go ahead. Uh, uh, well, just speaking of like tools and stuff, you're saying that you do like grids. Um, what kind of tools do you, do you oh, use? Man, I utilize all tools. I mean, I'm a tool, I'm a wizard, right? So I got all the tools, like we're, we're tool guys and we love, we love our, and I'm, I'm also a technology dude. So I love my technology and, and I think there's, um, you know, there's different level, types of technology, right? It's, some of it's energetic and some of it's physical and different tools. So I, I try to utilize all of them as, as far as like different uh, herbal remedies and medicines or um, different energy techniques for, I mean, I've got so many. I don't even know where to start <laughs> as far as. What's your favorite? Far, um, I, I like to work with constellations a lot. Uh, I don't know why, just because it's very, they have certain functionality that I, I understand really well. I kind of, I understand the stars. So I like to work with star energies and, and planets uh, quite a bit, but I like to mix it up. To be honest, I, I, I do what feels right in the moment and I use it until it doesn't feel right to use it anymore. And I try something else. And some of the tools are going to be really great for me over long periods of time. But I think, I also think a big part of my, my process of experimenting with so many tools and so many different methods and modalities and stuff is that, um, I'm kind of like collecting, like I use an analogy that I'm collecting tons of puzzle pieces, right? So we all have our own puzzle pieces that are part of our puzzle, that are part of the big puzzle that are specific to us. But then there's also these other puzzle pieces that we collect over time that we thought maybe would fit into our piece. But, you know, it kind of worked, it kind of didn't, but then we want, but it's actually somebody else's piece. So I think that I'll be able to help people find those tools for them. I think some of those puzzle pieces are tools that are better for other people than necessarily for me. So I'll be sharing a lot of those actually um, really soon on, on my TikTok. We, Spirit's been kind of like, okay, at 10,000 followers, we're doing tutorials and we're doing, uh, you know, different, we're doing more talking videos and we're telling our story and all sorts of stuff. So the, the channel right now is mostly about 
<laughs> about walking the walk before talking the talk is kind of how they're they're saying is you got to show that you can do it before you start talking about um, your different experiences and tips and stuff for, for people to to really to get it or, and to listen. So that's the next phase is to share those tools, to share all sorts of tools. And, and Mystical Wares is a great place, and I, I'm always pitching Shungai, and I'm always p- pitching you know all the other amazing tools that they've got here, and, and a lot of them that Derek's created himself, like the Shungai and Silver. Um, different remedies or, or recipes rather. So yeah, but I'll share a lot more of those. Yeah. Um, I know that you're making some stuff. Did you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So right now the one project that I'm working on as far as making a tool is uh, I was, I was guided by spirit one day just in the way that I get information is just a download. And I was, I think I was cooking or something. I don't remember, but um, I got a clear message, uh, you need to use chopsticks, and you only need to use chopsticks. And then they gave me the download of why. And, and so what we're doing, it, so the, the chopsticks are essentially like extensions, right? So they're like wood, and that which carry energy. And, and if you're holding them in your hands and you're, you're ch- essentially channeling those en- the energies down through those sticks into your food. So if you encode that as well, so we can put light language coding on these sticks, on the, the chopsticks, to help create a little recipe, I don't know how to say it, automatically, you know, through it. So more like eating wands is the way that I would try to articulate. That's just like one project that we're working on right now. And then um, there's lots of other, other well, things. that's really like cool. I'm excited for that. the chopsticks. Yeah, I'm going to go home and find my chopsticks, meet with them, and yeah. just program the wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, can, that. you can program it. Yeah, yeah. so we'll, we're going to be putting, like, glyphs and stuff on them on different light language, because light language can come in, in symbols and glyphs and, and all sorts of all sorts of different ways. Um, so putting it on, that on there is almost, it's kind of like uh, having a default, I don't want to call it spell, but kind of, you know, the idea of a spell or something, that, a functionality that exists just anchored into that physical item mm-hmm. to just bring that functionality in there. Cool. Well, I know that you're, um, is it okay if I say Alex? Yeah, well? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are creating some stuff. I saw some Shanghai products and yes. math bombs and yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We're starting a whole bunch of cool little projects and little, um, little side tools like uh, called Bigfoot botanicals is the name of the, the little sub brand that we're doing so it's a lot of uh, themed bigfoot goodies you know bath bombs with all sorts of good stuff like shungai and i think we're putting colloidal silver and pine and cedar and and salt and all all the good stuff for cleansing and clearing and charging and we're going to be messing with all sorts of remedies and so my my energetic sensitivity is what i kind of bring to the table and, and how it actually feels and my awareness of how the certain frequencies can work together and get the downloads on it and then alex just works hard and he gets <laughs> everything done and he's he's willing to to just he's a getter donor guy and i really appreciate him and, and so we'll be doing a lot of projects together um but yeah yeah it's a great team yes but, uh, is he making the oil himself he's doing all sorts of, like, i mean he's the, like straight up yeah. doing, and yeah we'll have to talk to him about that i get the little little bits and pieces because he, he runs 100 miles an hour like Derek. <laughs> so he's got you know he's always changing up the recipes and do the first like the first prototype of course what we did for the shungite bath bombs he didn't know how much shungite to put in so he put in way too much and it's just like <laughs> a, you know a literal bomb of shungite you know it ends up making your bathtub all black but, oh, no. <laughs> so we're messing with the with the different recipes and stuff and and working it out but yeah we'll be at the um the alchemy fair in everett at the angel of the winds casino or angel of the winds arena on october 30th and we'll have a booth his booth will be set up um, next to me and then i'll be doing um my coding work and activation work and upgrades and stuff and then we'll also be selling all our, our cool wizard tools fun yep yep awesome and uh, i love how other people <clears throat> all over the place are expanding into shungai using the 
if the salts, the oils, all the and waters, um, all the reprogrammable ingredients. So not seeing them as just an ingredient, but a reprogrammable one and integrating those into their energy tools. Yeah. And these bath bombs are energy tools. Yes. It's not just a bath bomb. It's like we had the pink Himalayan salts Shungite soap, well, made of pink Himalayan salt, reprogrammable. Shungite moves energy. So all these things, again, look at the ingredients and they matter. And again, expand that into our 3D reality. Look at the ingredients. And we've had these shows before. Look at everything you put on your body from your deodorants to your lotions, shampoos, all of that. And if there's a chemical in there, you might want to take a second look at it. Yeah. That's awesome here. You guys in the Bigfoot Botanicals are doing that kind of thing. We may have to yeah. have Alex on in the future, oh, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, he's, and he's collecting this stuff himself, too. He wants to do it right. You know? yeah. So he's like collecting the cedar from the tree outside, oh, you know, yeah. and doing, you know, getting all those ingredients because it's really trying to put, put the love into it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we know Alex well already. He's a great guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a guy with love intent. Yeah, brain going about 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and that makes a difference. You guys are putting so much love into it. Just, yeah, yeah. pulling that wood off himself. And I'm like, what? I saw some pictures. And I'm like, he's doing that all himself. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. so, it all matters. It does. And it you guys are matter. aware of, like, uh, ingredients that you don't want in there. Yeah. So, yeah. And it, if when people think about stuff like this, we're talking about the, the products that Ty and Alex are developing here. And they're, they're going to be available um, in these different events and things. And hopefully online soon. Mm-hmm. And we'll share those links as well when that happens. Um, but yeah, having those things um, available are, are just are, are great examples and everybody can, you know, play off of that and then make their own soaps if you're led to do such or, or something like that, but a, a base way of doing it. So it's, it's awesome to see everybody doing that. So um, what's a session like with you? Like, can you explain? Like, what, like- it, it, it really depends. I, I'm, we're learning that a lot of what we do is like the, our kind of specialty is helping people upgrade wherever they're at to get to the next level. And that can look different for every single person. Um, a general session, uh, oh, we can do sessions that are very, I do sessions that are very focused on a certain intention or a certain issue. And, and those can, we just kind of go in with a certain precision and, and, and that goes a certain way. Um, and then we do like the longer sessions that we call the enhanced sessions, which are with a lot of healing and clearing um, for the majority of it. But then also the second half is a lot of channeling work and working on the activations and, and the upgrades and bringing that in. Um, we work, we create a lot of different um, like pre-programmed tools. So I, I will create these kind of codes that are really like they are held within a container and they have a certain code in it. And I put them into the, the, the field of the, the person and then activate it and it kind of goes automatically. It goes and it can get a lot of work done. It's just something that I've already pre-programmed and, and it has a certain functionality. So I work a lot with these 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 tools to get a lot done in a very short amount of time. So we can do a lot in a very short, sharp amount of time. And then I'll let and also just do a lot of the coding work and the light language, which is also a bunch of information. So our our full sessions, our full hour sessions are really they can be really intense. Um, it can be a big purging process and take time because we're moving a lot of things out and we're moving so new things can come in and that's always going to look different for each person. So would that be like conversation or is it like kind of breaky where they're on a table and you're doing that? uh, It's a combination of everything. So I use, I use all my different energy work tools depending on what, what comes to mind and what the guides are and you know, it's up to the, the client and their their higher self and their guides because that's who we're working with it's working my higher self is working with their higher self and whatever they need and i'm just the tool the facilitator to get them to that point so um i try not to do it too structured um i do a lot of those codes and stuff i work you know very i have my own protocol to make sure that everything's good and 
and um, quality control. But as far as it being a specific way, I, I use all different methods. So a lot of it will look like Reiki stuff where I'm just pushing light through different ways and cleansing things out. Other times I'll be doing, um, I'll be removing, you know, recoding things depending on what it is. I don't really move. I, you know, I just do what the guides, right. what yeah. I'm, I'm guided to do. But. Yeah, it's open. Yes. They're open because yeah, yeah. we don't know when they come in what it's going to be like or the questions that they have or what they yeah. want to work on. And it's like, just yeah. they're open to. Yep. Yeah, I encourage people to, to hold intentions in their mind. They don't have to necessarily say it, but when we're doing a session, um, even if it pops up into their awareness, um, it's going to be addressed through the work anyway. So if things come up, it's easy. You know, we can do a lot in a very short amount of time. So there's a lot of intention. I, I say put it all on the table and we'll get it to you. And the more you ask for it, the more intense it's going to be. And it's going to take a longer time to integrate. But, you know, that, that's what some people want. And it's up to them. Um, when I see your videos, I want to have like a dance party. Yes. Is that part of the session? No, <laughs> absolutely. That's all about dance. Play some music. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, I do offer and wishes. Uh, I highly encourage this. Um, but we, we, we offer pre-recorded transmissions just like very similar to how we do the, the TikTok um, transmissions. So people can, if they're interested, they can choose any music they want, we can do it to the pace of whatever music they want and choose whatever intentions they want. And then we'll channel it to that music and create a video for them. And then they can access that video anytime they want. They can watch it as many times as they want and get the same effects or depending on the intention, it can go deeper and deeper into whatever their intentions are. And so far we've, we're getting really good feedback and it's awesome. People are really excited, and now they're getting to order more, and they realize how powerful it is, and now people are stacking up their intentions, and it's working, and so it's just really exciting. And it's cheap, too, right now. And it won't always be that cheap. It's, like, cheaper than a T-shirt. So I highly recommend people um, taking advantage of that while we can offer it. So. That's awesome. Especially if you're not interested in a full session, because right. not everybody's ready for a full session. They just want to feel the energy and, and, and get to know me a little bit better, and I think that's a great way. And you don't even have to be rude to, to, get, to get it. You know, it's like... Like he said, it's like a dance party. It's, it's channeled the music, whatever music they want. It suggests people like choose music that triggers a certain emotion within them for whatever their intentions are. Maybe if they want to feel empowered and become more than their higher self, something that just makes them feel really good or makes them feel like a BA, you know, or if that's like an emotional issue, something that kind of triggers that emotion in them so we can pull, work with that better, you know, so you can trigger that emotion and we can release it and and move through it and, and we work on physical things too so there's all sorts of stuff and we're learning so it's a it's a, it's a process for me to learn too um and it's a lot of fun for me to do and if it's fun for me to do that means it's, that's a good thing right so yeah. we're doing something fun we're doing something right so yeah it's, it's funny because uh ty is provided think of it like the the costco sampler at the end of the day i was gonna sample so go to tiktok check him out he's got some videos up there um, and then you get your sampler there, and then you can go from there. It's kind of, I get the visualization when you were talking during a session. And then, yes, I'm going to bring it back to food. Um, it's kind of like you're providing the dough, but letting the person choose whether that dough becomes a biscuit, a croissant, a this, that, and the other, or whatever. So you're holding the energies or frequencies, but not choosing where they go. You're not forcing it into a certain mold. That's what you were talking about when you were saying, well, it might be a good idea for the person to hold an intention. Choose your cookie cutter. He's just laying out the dough. You choose what to do with it. He's not forcing some certain light code or download into you. No. Providing, expanding you into a greater reality, then you get to choose what you integrate kind of thing. That's what's awesome to see somebody like him. He's a chef. He's not just a baker or a fry cooker, this, that, and the other. Um, lots available in sessions like that with him. Um, so, no, I appreciate him even sharing those on TikTok um, and encourage others to go check him out as he shares more. 
Well, what you're saying earlier about how some people might not feel it at that time, but then later on they'll feel it. It's like, oh, okay, sometimes people aren't ready to accept the energy. So it's like it will come later on, even if it's not at that moment. Yeah. And well, a lot of people are coming across this stuff for the first time too. And they haven't done, they're not familiar with energy work at all, or they're not familiar with any of this woo-woo stuff. They just see some dude doing his fingers all crazy and doing all his eyes rolling in the back of his head and music going on and whatever. They just find it really interesting. And then there's, and then they go to the comments and all these people are seeing seeing their reactions and how they felt stuff. And I, I get a lot of people that feel it for the first time and their mind's blown. You know, they've never felt energy before. And then, so they really are really trying to, to get into it. But um, yeah, I'd say, I, I say over time, it's like, if you watch the videos too, a lot of them are focused on cleansing, clearing out the system, right? And once you start, or even just becoming more familiar with these subtle energies and, and feeling them more because they're subtle, they're, you know, they're not super strong, they're subtle energies. But, and then so like Derek would say, you, you refine your tuner and you tune into those more subtle it takes a little bit more concentration just to be to notice like listening to a whisper in a room full of people screaming you know it's going to take some work to to really tune it in um and and move out the crap that is keeping people from from feeling because that's a big part of it is we all this crap in our fields it is not us and once we let go of that and we our energy fields start flowing more freely we become more sensitive so a lot of people will become more sensitive after just a couple of videos and stuff and they'll start to say no oh, i this is the first this is the first video that i've actually felt it and then they're all super excited and but yeah and there's some videos on there that are specifically focused on enhancing your sensitivity as well so there's like some videos that are uh, to enhance clairsentience and, and stuff and we'll try to assist with those um more just experimenting and seeing you know it's of course it's going to be up to, to you and your higher self um how that works out yeah, that's that's awesome. I love the way you're explaining it too. I don't know if you want to, Ty or not, but get in. You got a couple of questions in here regarding your 3D life, uh, <laughs> things like that. If you want to touch on them, oh yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still doing the 3D life. Uh, moving, I'm transitioning out. So buying transmissions and, and getting sessions is a great way to get me out of the out of the muggle job. If you guys are interested, but all all in divine timing, as I say. So I know I know there's benefits to all that I'm doing, and I, I know that there's important work that I'm doing. Not in a 3D fashion at the place that I'm at. So, um, I'm, yeah, I'm just rolling with it. <laughs> so what is a muggle? I always forget this. <laughs> uh, don't ask me. I, I, I keep hearing it. I, I think it's a, it's a, it's it a reference today. from, I think it's a, uh, God, the one series I didn't watch, it's all about wizards, of course, and I haven't watched it, the Harry Potter stuff, right? Okay. I think it's from Harry Potter. I think they refer to muggles as just like a, a regular non-wizardy oh, okay. person, non, uh, you know, non yeah, now I usually mess that up and say something like mugwort or something. Yeah, like that. <laughs> you're a mugwort. Oh, you're a mugwort. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, oh, oh man, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if there are any other questions. Uh, chat goes by kind of fast. Um, anything? And then, Nancy, did you have anything uh, you know, you're itching to ask, maybe Ty, before we get too much further along? No, really. I mean, it's it's all of this is not new to me. I mean, it's it's like, I think in many ways, when we give people permission to allow themselves to dance on a dance floor, that that's when some people will feel the connection to what's being talked about here. That energy gets into you, and you just got to move. But what he's bringing to the table is that those movements in and of themselves are magical. Magic's the manipulation of energy. 
So it's it's a fascinating conversation, and I thank him very much. Yeah, yeah, that's, it has a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah that's a great point because that's mm-hmm. that you know dancing is a form of light language in my perspective. It is a facilitation of energies, and you know, a certain moves don't feel right. You know, you let. It's, I think dancing is a great way to get familiar with the idea of light language and then tuning your body and stuff, just because just flowing with the energy. It's definitely part of my practice is to just allow my body to to flow and to yeah. to do its thing. And dancing is a great way to do that. And that and clearly. I find it to be very valuable because I use it a lot in my work and not quite full on dancing, but you know, at least, at least to the, the pace of music and it works really well with, you know, energy is music. It's, we are music, you know, we are instruments that the universe is playing and, you know, and, and yeah. Would you oh, like, oh, to, would oh, you yeah. like to hear, hear a little bit about Elvis Presley? Because Absolutely. Elvis thought that he was, um, from the the uh, constellation uh, with Cyrus in it, the, well, the blue mm-hmm. the blue star, I think it's the blue star Cyrus. No, is it Cyrus? Anyway, the blue star that's in the Orion Belt, and it, it, so so he, he and he lamented that he was too he had come into time at a at a bad place because he was he died young because his energies were just trying to be contained in a body that really couldn't handle him. And he was very vocal about this. There's a book out there, uh, Blue Star Rising. You can get it on Amazon. And what what we were talking about him, and, and we're going like, did the guy realize what he had done? Because what he brought to the scene was permission for people to move their hips. And in moving their hips, they began to change the entire chakra energy field. And in doing that, people became more enlightened. And I just think that that's one of the most, you know, very pertinent things that happened to our generation. We were given permission to to move, to bring in the energies, to let the energies flow through us. And, uh, and he believed he was from some other planet. And he that's was a, beautiful. He was a healer. I was healer. not aware of that. That's awesome. He was a healer. Uh, Blue Star uh, Rising is a compilation of stories from people that knew him personally. And he was so controlled that he couldn't, he didn't have any friends to talk to because they were very much, the colonel, the the manager, they were very much afraid, afraid that he would just leave music and become a preacher. And so they controlled everything. He didn't take recreational drugs. They drugged him. And so when he got to know certain people he'd keep them on the side and most of them knew him because one was somebody that worked with the you know a some kind of a company that he was involved with you know one of the movie things and you know he'd keep these people but mostly through telephone and this one woman actually recorded it got its permission and she recorded it and a lot of the information in in Blue Star Horizon is concerns his those telephone calls and his really deep and heartfelt feelings about who he was and what he was doing it's absolutely a fascinating story but i wow. think that he gave us more than he realized yeah that's beautiful that's a great that's a great point like that's it nails it you know i think i mean there's a lot of people i think that could be looked at in a similar way i don't know i kind of get that vibe from michael jackson too it seems like he was very much a 
ahead of his time as far as like spiritually and energetically. He was very much, there's a lot of energy in his music. And I noticed a lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of people, a lot of musicians right now that are coming out that I'm noticing that actually express light codes through their music, through their, the words and through, and it's interesting because I, I react very physically to energy. So I can tell like when I, energies are coming in, I, I can feel it and it's like almost, I can't help but respond like my eyes will pulse my you know it'll flash in my head so i know when certain things are coming in and so i just find it really interesting and then i can kind of tune into it and see what's going on and feel it and, and run it through my heart and, and see what, what feels right and uh, but yeah it's, it's it's interesting how so many people are doing these things without even realizing it and i think dance is a big part of that music dance all of it so it's a form of light language mm, it's interesting because it's a way of moving energy <clears throat> excuse me into your aura as well so that's why you can take a look at an image of someone. That's just my favorite image. Even if they're just sitting there, you can feel it within those images or photographs or videos later. It, of course, holds those frequencies. Um, yeah, no, so that's a very interesting world we live in. Lots of ways of perceiving it. Uh, I don't know if we had any other questions in chat. I'm scanning through that real quick here to see if there's anything else you want to ask. Was there anything we didn't ask you, Ty, that maybe... You want to share? Boy, with I know. Throw it back at you. Oh no, no, put you on the spot. It's not how my brain works. No, it's a flow state brain. It's not. A, I, I'll forget. Like when I get put on the spot for things, it's really. I don't know if it's just my brain or the way that I work, but like I will literally forget my mom's name if she's standing next to me and somebody asks me names, or I'll forget my partner's name or whoever. Like it, uh -huh. it could be the person that I know best, but my brain will just shut down if it needs that. I don't know if it just it's the wires get all mixed up, but uh, probably all of us to one degree or another. Yeah, yeah. But no, I get it. Yeah. No, not that I can think of. <clears throat> the reason that that's happening to you is because you're on the wrong circuit. Okay, when, when, when you get a question like that, you go to your 3D files, and you don't have many 3D files because you don't need them. And so it's not there. You can't find it. So what you need to do is when it happens to you, just say, you basically just say, give me the answer, please, and then go on with what you were saying, and boom, they'll give you the answer. There is nothing that you don't know. It's just that you were looking in the wrong file. That yeah. Makes yeah, sense. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it, uh, memories and stuff, man. I do not. Uh, memory stuff is just drives me nuts. I don't. I'm very. I, I don't know if that has to do with my vi my lack of visual uh, access, because um, you know, since I don't see things in my mind's eye and I don't have that, it's my memory is really difficult to access as far as that goes. So I forget things all the time. I wouldn't be surprised if I've already repeated myself in this <laughs> this talk. No, you haven't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the same boat though. I, <clears throat> Yeah, I wouldn't remember happening. Five minutes passes, I'm in a new reality. Yeah. And yeah. I have a ridiculously crazy good memory. Oh, that's so interesting to me. And stories, like my, my higher self is just like, no, stories, man, you don't need them. Forget the stories. Yeah. Like, don't deal with the stories. It's just all about the energy and the feeling. Yeah. yeah, I have to live moment by moment myself. And No, I have to put mine away, shut the door on it, but then it's like, what? You're <laughs> you're, you're wanting to say, what? Oh, let me remind you. <laughs> yeah. I just shared another, the, the show image and chat again so those can get a visualization of Ty. Um, you know, so it's just something to visualize. Um, yeah, that's, we're definitely going to have to have Ty back. Well, not that we're closing up just yet, but there's so many uh, avenues or angles or topics we can get into with Ty um, that we're going to you know, continue to have him on in the future as well. That's good. Yeah. So was there anything you wanted to? Um, 
Well, with all the stuff going on with clouds and uh, Derek's been extra staticky or something, keep shocking himself. But <laughs> anybody else? Or have you noticed anything with the atmosphere going on lately? Oh, oh you did post something. Yes. I'll, re I'll remind of, you. <laughs> yeah, speaking of today, um, I know that there's been some space weather that's been popping off. I always pay attention to that because I've noticed since I'm so very sensitive, especially physically, so I feel I process things very physically. Um, so I've had to become aware of patterns and cycles and stuff like that um uh, so with the, when there's certain space whether like coronal mass ejections or solar flares um they have different effects on the body for me quite a, quite a bit sometimes so i'm i'm always very hyper aware of that so there's been a big cme that was earth facing that has blasted us that is actually hitting today and i felt it quite a bit earlier today and the frequency is really raised and i can you know, the, the pitches in your ears get really loud and the, the cadence changed quite a bit. So I can tell exactly when it was rolling in. I can't tell if it's really uh, evened out a little bit more now or not. It kind of goes up and down. But, um, yeah, that's that's what I <laughs> That was one. Example. That's interesting because what Jalissa was just saying about shocking. So, yes, it's still going on right now. But yeah. I can see it. We're asking that. <laughs> that and I was like, no, nope, it's going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I've been walking around like what Jalissa was alluding to is, you know, actually – physically shocked even that crystal cluster i walked up to and it just you know shocked me sort of thing uh on and then anybody you know if i touch a desk or whatnot same thing so that happens a lot with those energies coming in you know depending on your state of awareness at the time it's they're going to affect you more than you know more times than others well i'm sure it has to do with the season it's getting darker colder you know, so. I, I definitely get affected at the seasons too. So like full moons, I get really affected. Um, seasonal changes, I get really affected. Like, I mean, every about three months, like clockwork around the season changes, I get wiped out where I have to be or horizontal for like five days. And it's just, I can't do anything. It's just processing all sorts of stuff and allowing things to move through me. And it's very physical for me. So um, a lot of purging and just dealing and letting emotions come up. And so I can feel them and let them out. But yeah, it can definitely be overwhelming because of how much I feel it physically. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we also always think we're usually our default answer is we're physical. We're physically here. I can feel it. Well, we're energy beings in a highly energetic environment. So, of course, the energies are going to affect us. Um, they, I mean, clearly the, the planets and moon and all that affects the entire. Or we only have one ocean on this planet. The ocean, I mean, causing the waves and whatnot. So, of course, it's going to affect us. Um, and we're not restricted or limited to inside of our bodies and everybody listening knows that so you're you're past your body so you're going to be affected by those energies in the environment yeah i never really paid too much attention to like the moon phases or what was going on what was happening in my life and now that i'm like made more aware of it i'm like oh my gosh that makes sense right I'm like no retrograde you are not going to do this to me <laughs> like shut up but then it's still Messes up, yeah. yeah, it's just different patterns, right? Once you once you have an awareness about it, it you become empowered to it, right? Right. And so then it's less of it's less has less of a impact on you negatively if you choose to experience it that way. Yeah, be aware they're coming in. It's like I said, you know, I always default to the surf analogy. You know, the sets of waves or energy are coming in. Hang on to your board when they're coming in. Maybe you don't want to do all those tricks while they're. The energy is flowing this way or that way or the other. So just be aware. Energies matter. Again, you're an energy being. So Yeah, that's a great analogy, too, because you're surfing the waves. You're not fighting the waves. You're just going with the flow and letting it move through. And mm -hmm. you know. What do you always say? The path of least resistance? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, path of least resistance. Go with the flow. It's kind of like another analogy of visualization is being on that river of energy. 
that's full of rocks underwater, go ahead and try and fight the energies or flow, and you're going to, you know, you're going to beat up on the rocks. Now, go with the flow and just relax and perceive, and you're going to stay on the surface, kind of like a leaf going through the river. It's not bouncing off all the rocks. It goes right around them, doesn't it? So it doesn't hit those speed bumps or turbulent spots in your reality when you, again, go with the, the vague comments like go with the flow. Don't fight it all. And I think there's a lot of – there's always positives to get from it all too, right? So it's not just that we're feeling all these <clears throat> this pain and these, like, annoying symptoms from, from the solar weather and stuff. I see a lot of positivity that comes from it because I know it's pushing through – things that are not in alignment for me at that time. So it was pushing a lot of that junk and the debris that uh, is otherwise just kind of sitting around and not, I wasn't quite yet ready to, to push out on my own. That it kind of is like a little, a little push on the butt to get, get you moving and allow this stuff to move through you. So definitely it's not, I don't look at the space weather ever as like a negative, negative thing. It's more like a hold on. There's some interesting energies become aware of what's going on in your immediate reality because yeah, it's going to hold a different story for each of us. And there's, there's always more to the story. So if we go with that analogy Ty was just saying about going through space and moving, think of the planets, and now it's tied to that river visualization. The planets can be the boulders in the water, so affecting energies, but also our whole solar system, of course, is moving through the galaxy as well. So the greater river, often we think we're just kind of floating here in space, and these boulders or planets are affecting us. No, the greater part of the river is also moving through the solar system. So there's other energies we're entering is what I'm saying. There's other twists or bends in the river, and sometimes they're going to be new ones, new feelings or, or ways of perceiving things as well. Um, so, yeah, just always be open to that. Don't fight it, and you'll stay on the surface. You'll have your etheric little floaties on your arms then. It'll be a little bit easier. But also, I want to add on to we're here in a reality or classroom for experiences. So we don't want all those experiences to go away either. So try and look at them as positive and they'll, they'll become more positive kind of thing. I mean, it's a spicy food analogy. Well, now you learned you don't like spice, assuming you didn't like it. So don't eat spice again, or you don't like that energy or feeling. Well, you've now experienced it. You've expanded in that understanding. Now choose to do it again or not. So it's all good. All experiences are good one way or another. Yeah, I, I I think we take advantage of the limited experiences here. The, like I think that's kind of what the Earth School is like really all about is like playing small because we're these galactic titans of love that just really like just we're so big and, and we're limitless and so so powerful that we want to to pretend we're small. So we, we want to come down and play in these bodies of limitations that are you know can be painful and and, and the, the forgetting process and and you know enjoying food and you know all the all the little things that come with physicality i think it's awesome to take advantage of that as much as possible i know that my higher self takes advantage of it as much as possible taking take definitely takes advantage of the pain definitely takes advantage of you know, <laughs> the memory stuff and i like food i enjoy all you know i enjoy just being in a physical body as painful as it is at some at times but if you're if I'm looking at it from that appreciative perspective, it makes a huge difference. And just really like, oh, yeah, this is, right? Yeah, was that scary movie that was scared the crap out of me? That made me feel alive. Okay, yeah, that's, that's good. Enjoy that, you know? Yeah, I love that. You're so right. That's how I try to see things, too. There's a lesson in everything. And, yes, we should be humbled by the experience. Yeah, I, think, I say we like to excavate pain and transmute it into power. So, like, pain is power in potential is the way I like to look at it. And we, we can experience pain in a lot of different ways, you know? Um, so we're almost at the end here. We are at the end. Um, 
did you want to share more like your links and I know that you have the practitioner room. I just saw another one come in. Did you want yeah, to yeah. So I guess I'll just recap some of the stuff I said before. But um, so if you guys want to check out our videos, I highly recommend it um, to just to see what we do because it's just so it's weird. It's weird. And if you're not familiar with this stuff, like just go check it out. Feel it. Um, try not to think about it too logically. Um, just feel your body and, and see how it feels. You know, run it through your 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 system and, and your heart and see how it feels. Um, and you can check us out on TikTok. It's Ty L Heels, T-Y-E-L-H-E-A-L-S, on most platforms, too, like on Instagram and, and Facebook and stuff. But most of the content currently is at, uh, on TikTok. Um, you can also check us out on at ty-l-e-l.com, ty-l.com, um, which will forward you to some other stuff. Well, I'm putting a bunch of things up on the website right now. It's not quite ready. I don't want to have stuff up that was broken. So um, that'll be ready really soon. And again, we're going to be making more videos that are focused on, uh, you know, tips and tricks and experiences and, and different tools. So keep an eye out for that on, on TikTok. And then I'll put it on other platforms, of course, the website. And then I do in-person sessions as well. So if you're up in the Washington area, up by Mystical Wares, um, I'll be doing some sessions I, I'm going to try to be doing them as often as I can, almost every weekend. We'll see how that works out. But um, I, I have openings on the 23rd. If anybody's interested in an in-person session, if you're interested in a big upgrade, or or you just want to have an experience and see see what my kind of magic's like, um, you can hit me up for a shorter session. We can we can we can work with whatever. So just let me know. Um, you can reach out to me on any of those and through any of those ways or you know, on Facebook, find me on Facebook. Um, I always get back to everybody. So don't be shy if you have questions or um, you just want to BS or, you know, anything. Or if you need help with anything, I'm down to help. So that's that's the idea. But And, and again, if the, the, the transmissions, the pre-recorded transmissions, Spirit's always trying to get me to push that, definitely take advantage of that while I can, I can still do it because it's really good for everybody, I feel. And it's really, it works really well with the way that I flow. And if you want to help me get out of that muggle job, <laughs> just, it's, it's a really nice way to, to get an entry level into the kind of work that we do. And it's a really powerful tool. So I, I recommend you guys taking advantage of that. And you can just reach out to me directly for that. We can talk. Yeah, I, I'd recommend you take it, anybody, and I'm going to myself, take advantage of him. So, again, think energy chef. So take advantage of these moments that Ty has still available where he can custom make you your own recipe or video um while he's able to do that so that's something you know probably worthwhile for a lot of us if it, if it occurs to you to do kind of thing um because not often you get to go to a again let's let's call him an iron chef and get to have that actual chef do it for you um rather than just from the buffet line so that's it's also awesome you're adding that um and then let's see nancy let me know when we're like really close to the end because our timing's different okay you're one minute and 55 seconds out well, there we go. So I guess we can just start closing up anyway. And, you know, um, I, I appreciate you being here, Ty. And definitely we want you back in the future as well. And and for those listeners um, and later as well, because um, Ty is local, we get the, the pleasure of getting to chat with him occasionally and, and bring him in here in person. And he is with us in person now in our office. Um, so if you want to submit in the background or later an email, something that occurs to you, Dolly's done a bunch of great questions during this um, podcast. Submit them, and we'll ask them the next time we have them on as well. Um, so and we're going to try and get them in here as a hint, hint, tie. We need you as a guest speaker in here in person as well to give classes. So. I would love to do that. Yeah, I definitely am all about the teaching aspect soon, the remembering aspect, because uh, we're just going to trigger remembrance in you and stuff that you already know and, and that what stuff that resonates. So, um, yeah, I'll be doing the, the classes, and I would love to see you guys. I would love to see you. 
yeah, yeah, that should be interesting. Hopefully, we can. And we'll we'll look again, find our, our our situation in reality now, and see if we can do recordings in person as well. And maybe share those videos. I was just kind of laughing in chat because Dolly says great questions. I'm like, I'm seeing Ty, and I'm thinking, oh wait, no, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that a lot. I'm like, people just repeat my name. For no reason. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Thank you, Ty. We gotta go. We gotta go. Yep, awesome. I appreciate you, Ty. Thank you, everyone. You have been listening to Metaphysical Perspectives, brought to you by MysticalWares.com. Produced by CosmicReality.com Thank you for listening.